Backlight World, this is Sophia the Great with my brother. Okay, the man that knows all the beer. I know, I know Dr. Pedro Beer. Hey, that's so, so my brother was his up. nickname for me. I I, I didn't know he's Dr. It, Pedro but, Beer. He yeah. knows about beer. He can tell you. He can smell it. You know, he's the man behind the beers. Okay. Mm. Okay. He seems to very much so disagree. His body language is very <laughs> uncomfortable. We just like to be like a little, you know. Uh, why do I feel like in private Tranquilo. you spank you spank him and you're like you're the beer boy. You're the beer boy. Yeah. What's your name, Dr. Pedro Beer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He speaks perfect English when he's doing that. Yeah, yeah. 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 right, 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 right. He actually reads the U.S. Constitution. <laughs> say, it, say it, baby. <laughs> say it, baby. What's going on, Pedro? Tell us <laughs> what's going on here today. <laughs> Nothing much. You're the man. You're the man. Tell no, us. No, you're the man. What the okay, this is now like gay porn. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> you're the man. No, you're the man. No, you're the man. You're the man. <laughs> no introduction needed. Brittany Brave, everybody. Yeah. Oh, hey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I blew all of them. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, I'm happy to be here. This is like great. My family's here. <laughs> I, I swear, I said when I walked in, I was like, okay, is this Bang Bros? Like, just tell me now. Just so I know what I'm getting into. No, hi. Did you help that they were in the dark, like in the yeah, corner? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. literally. Yeah. We have kids. Yeah, he's like, no, don't worry. There's a family here, and they're like locked in a studio in pitch black darkness. I'm like, lock the door real quick. I'm somehow more worried. Okay. When I got here, I was like, thank God you're here. Right. <laughs> right, we need some feminine. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't nobody doing that. <laughs> You're like the designated guy that just is like, yeah, no doubt, just agrees with everything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just, was I right? Was I right? Leave it to a woman to come in the room and just read the situation. Get the body language the immediately. It's working for you. Huh? Thank you. Female intuition. Mm, it is. It is. It is. I do. I do a kegel every time I make a decision. So you know. Is it working? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you did one just now when you. About to. Yeah. <laughs> we have a birthday in the building too. Okay. Yeah, bingo. I know what that means. It means First tiny year. penis. Okay. <laughs> tiny penis. Tiny penis. You're, how old are you turning? 26. 26. That checks out. Yeah, yeah. That checks out. Can I say something? And I say this with love. You look like you sell edibles to kindergartners. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god, that is so. Is that what he does? Oh my god, it's true. It's <laughs> no, it's does she work for the cops? How does she know? All the first graders don't tell me. <laughs> well, I'm right here and I'm, I'm available. I have a small budget. Um, <laughs> well, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank That's great. What is it today? It, it was on the. Okay, well then your time's over, bitch. Get over it. Like, <laughs> the weekend to celebrate was last weekend. You're, you're over. We're on to the October seventh, eighth, and ninth. He had a sash. Yeah. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> Did you like it though? Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it was cool. It wasn't gay at all, man. Yeah. Now you feel happy. Super gay. Okay. <laughs> nah, we can't have this. My my fucking jaws already fucking hurting. From what? From laughing too much? Oh, okay. I thought from laughing too much. For sure. That's what I thought you were referring to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, this is great. Thanks for being here. Obviously. Thanks for having me. What are we going to talk about? What are we going to get into? We're going to talk about you. Oh, my favorite topic. Yeah. Okay. What makes you go into this, like comedy and all that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's like, you're like a natural, man. Seamless. Yeah, you know, like. I love you. No hate. I get asked that so many times. I'm just busting his balls. That's it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was, I'm just I was like, dumbfounded. Okay, yeah. I was like, I heard his feelings when I said that. No. No, no. Um, trauma, honestly, I think is what, what, no. I, um, I've always loved comedy, like my whole life. And then um, I had some bad life shit happen to me and truly like trauma. And then that's how I found stand up. And now here we are making a career out of all of the fucked up shit I did and all the mis <laughs> and all the mistakes I made and all the men I shouldn't have dated and all the bad experiences. So that's how I'm here. Wow. Yeah. And how do you handle, for example, uh, all this bad experience that you had when you like doing comedy? Just making fun of yourself or what? Yeah, I think um, comedy's truth telling no matter what. Like the best comedians are the most honest comedians and they're not afraid to hold anything back. So for me, it was really natural 
Like I literally fell into stand up. Like I had performed my whole life, but I hated stand up. I was like, I'll never do it. And then I had like a super abusive ex boyfriend, like abortions, family ties broken, but like just like my life mid twenties was like falling apart. And the way I was telling it to people around me, they were like crying, laughing. They're like, this is fucked up, but it's like so funny. Like you have to like go and do open mics. So it's like the fucking like therapy type of shit? Sure, it is. I think so. But I think being a good comedian at this stage, now that I'm three years into stand up, I think the best comedians find a way to separate the trauma and the therapy a little bit. There's got to be a little bit of a, a distance from it. You know what I mean? Before, because it's not going to be funny if you can tell it's just that person like needs needs therapy. Like you know what I mean? Like, like that's not funny. Like, like, like you're on right, like you're on stage and you're like, are they okay? Like what? this shit's not even funny yet. Calling nine one one right there. Correct. Right. Right. It turns into an intervention. It turns into an intervention. So a little bit of time and writing and processing and distance needs to happen before it's really funny. Because there's definitely a lot of comics out there that I'm like, okay, this isn't, you're not meant to do stand-up. You just need help. Like, you're just <laughs> like, go take this elsewhere. But yeah, so. I love how our vibe went from like, yeah, yeah, what's up, what's up? And you're like, uh, what made you get into the thing you love the most? <laughs> yeah, I love it's it. It's a roller coaster here. I love it. I love English, it. Spanish, every language. I, oh, I love it. Subtitles, so you got to read the subtitles. Right, that I can do. I only speak a little bit of Spanish, I but I know the important stuff like puta, pinga, like tequila, like I know. That's it. I'm Italian too, and I only know the curse words in Italian and stuff like bhutan, like that's it, you know. Bhutan? That's it? Is like puta? No, bhutan is like whore. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Bhutan yeah, is a little bit more like. Uh, yeah, it's all um, based on Latin, so it's got to be close enough. It's yeah. close enough. Yeah, it's well, it's a little. It's a, it's horror, but it's a little bit more like um like uh the, the husband's mistress, a Bhutan. Oh, okay. A little bit, and like. Guma as well too is there, but I guess like yeah, Bhutan is a little bit more puta leaning, and Guma is definitely like you got a Guma, yeah, 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 yeah. Real Italian, like Americanized Italians ruin the Italian language. Like they make every word sound like it's melting. Like it's it's like it's like calamari, and they're like galaman, you know. Prosciutto, they're like prosciutto, you know. Gabagool, you know. Right, and then like my like super super actually Italian grandmother was always like, that's not fucking how it's pronounced. Like, Hello, clean your mouth. Like, super pissed off about it. So yeah. You mentioned some of your past trauma. I was yeah. watching the disastrous dating life of Diane DeMont. Yes. How much of that is actually you know maybe taken from your own? None of experiences. it. Actually, okay. none of it. Okay. So those yeah, those six episodes were not necessarily situations I had gone through. They all are they are all true. They are just based on the director's best friend, who mm. is not an actress, not a comedian, not anything, just mm. his best friend. And um she obviously like had really weird, unique like relationship situations happen and stuff. And he was like, I can't believe this shit is real. She's like, I can't believe this shit happened to me. And then they just started like writing a web series. And as he was writing it, he picked it back up during COVID and quarantine. And he was like, I hear you as Diane, basically. So none of those episodes in season one are actually shit I went through. I just very much so relate to it. And I feel like me and the girl it's based off of are like separated at birth. <laughs> like we're very similar. And like when we finally met, like we hit it off. That being said, season two, motherfuckers better watch out because there's going to be some episodes about you. So <laughs> oh, season two oh, is some of my real. stuff. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I sent some of my stuff to Names the director. change to protect the innocent. Nah, maybe, so maybe, maybe, or maybe not. <laughs> There's a lot of Johns in the world. I don't know. <laughs> if you think it's about you, you're projecting. Um, so, um, yeah. So season two, it'll have some of my experiences. How'd you get into the acting aspect of it? I'm an entertainer, but yeah, I was acting my whole life. I, I was always, I was a dancer, and always like a, a ham. Like growing up, like I always wanted to put on shows for my family and then perform for strangers in public and weird <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, like I feel like ham is just a term for like people that are performing and annoying. Like they're like performing for people who don't want it to happen. <laughs> just watch me. Who's just watch me? Yeah, right. It's like I'm such a ham, and it's like you're annoying. And <laughs> it's really what it is. Um, so yeah, I started in acting and I did all my school plays and just loved like playing pretend and being characters and stuff. And I definitely leaned a little bit more towards comedy. I just loved making people laugh and my dad's really funny. My family's really funny. Like no topic. I feel like, like I'm Italian and I feel like Hispanic culture is kind of the same. Like it's like yeah. no topic is off the table with your family. Like yeah. we laugh at it. I don't know. Like yeah, I just feel we like laugh at ourselves. we laugh at ourselves. We laugh at everything. Like it, and it could make fun of each other too. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. Like the love language, like, like 
my love language is roasting. Like it's like cyberbullying <laughs> people. Like I love it. Like busting balls. And yeah, and like if you can't handle it, you're not meant is to be in the family. Is that one of the seven? I don't know. It is now. Yeah, it, yeah. There's it's another the one. It's the eighth one exactly. It's the one for people who are broken. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of how I got it. Acting was just always kind of there. And then, but I love comedy. I love making my own comedy. That's always going to be number one, but acting is super fun. So, cool, cool. Yeah. As far as that comedy aspect, because you could be comedic on screen, you could be comedic through maybe uh, creating content. Mm -hmm. Is the stand up aspect kind of your number one thing, your number one love, or is maybe some of the other stuff that you're doing? I think I love stand up in a way I never thought I would. Like, I'll never not do stand up just because it's like, ultimate freedom like stand-ups are like the last philosophers the last free speech advocate like they really are if you think about it like no politicians influencing them no they're not paid by anybody extra we're often not even paid period i mean truly really like, it's like trevor noah yeah. trevor noah is going back to the to the stand-up yeah even if he has you know uh being backed by Comedy Central, right? Of course, yeah. yeah. And like what got him that was his stand up and his right. ability to write a joke and make observations about society. So I fuck, I'll be like 95 years old and hitting open mics. Like I <laughs> love I, yeah, stand up. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be my like, he will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He'll be like 45 right. at that point. So right. He'll be my sugar baby. And <laughs> he's like so down. He's so down. He's actually like two down. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> either my sugar baby or i'll be like you can't come here anymore i have a restraining order you gotta go <laughs> i told you not to come um yeah i love stand-up is always gonna be it's my main source of creativity my main source to find my voice and it's total freedom like i could say whatever i want up there and that's amazing and i could just share what it is about me and how i see the world either people love it hate it aren't sure how they feel about it fuck it so, like right. whatever you know um but and then the other stuff i love as well too I just think, uh, I don't know, I have like, like a- Creative outlets, maybe have a different Yeah, avenue. for sure. And the other creative. stuff helps give perspective to stand-up because stand-up's really, really fucking hard. Mm. Like really hard. Like as somebody who spent their entire life performing, I can even say that when I started stand-up, I was like, this shit's hard. Like I was like, okay. Like, and I had been on stage many times, thousands of times. And like, you know, and I even, I think that's why I love stand-up the most. It humbles me. Mm. It's always, you're never immune to a bomb. You're never immune to a bad night. So. How, was, how was the first time? How was it? Honestly bad, but honestly good. Kind of like losing your virginity. I, I was going to uh, compare those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, when the fuck did you sit back there? Surprise. <laughs> that's my brother. That's my brother. Johnny uh, Mascal. I was like, I was like I swear to God, if one more guy walks in here, an Amber Alert's gonna go off. This is a sitcom that no network would sign off on, ever. What do you mean? It's big now. This is actually a very fun category on Pornhub. Okay. We're like two guys away, I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> Two more guys away and just somebody get like a, a, a sex doll or something. That's it. That'd be um, funny. That'd be funny. That's good. Yeah. Um, so the first time Virginia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I got you. I got you. I got you. I popped it up. Like, come back. Come back. Come back to us. I was come like, back. where were we? And then I kind of blacked it out because I'm like, oh, God, I'm talking about my losing my virginity again. Um, anyways. Um. It's bad because you don't have experience. It really is like losing your virginity. Like it's bad because you haven't maybe figured out what you, what your voice is or like what you like or you don't have experience at it or the technique. But uh, it's good because it's still, well, at least with your virginity, it's still sex. So it's still good or like it's still like whatever. But like with stand up, it's it was good in the sense that I got laughs. Like I, I would probably look back at that first time now and like, want to die and hide under a rock, but also like something about, I feel like everybody who really does it and goes pro and then like sticks with it, the first few times weren't, weren't that bad. Like if you put us up in a lineup against everybody else at the open mic, we were probably better than like everybody. You know what I mean? Like that's what, that's what keeps you going is you got laughs and it felt natural and it felt good. And even if the jokes weren't there yet, or you were a little uncomfortable, something about it, you were like, oh, this is it. Like that's how I felt after stand up. I didn't even feel like excited or I just felt like at home as like cheesy as that sounds. Like I just got off stage and was like, oh, I want to do that again and again and again. That's it. Like, yeah, I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's the thing. So when, 
Do you ever feel comfortable? Do you ever feel comfortable like being in stand up? Like, you know, when when did it actually feel kind of normal? Normal? Yeah. Oh, those are, uh, oh, oh no. That's a good question. I don't um it always kind of felt normal. I always felt comfortable. I'll say I, I honestly I honestly think that even if like I said the jokes weren't there and it wasn't hilarious right out the gate cuz it takes time for it to get to that place, I always felt comfortable. You know what I mean? And like I think the times when I feel uncomfortable are because I'm getting in my head because of some bullshit or I'm nervous for some reason or something like that. But it weirdly always feels comfortable even when it's bad. You contrast when you get a like let's say a joke you're trying to you know, that you think is funny and maybe bombs, right? Mm-hmm. Versus something that maybe whatever yeah. happens that, that you just get this laugh that's kind of unexpected. Yeah. Can you contrast that? At, at totally. All? It's, um, <clears throat> I'll start with a good one. Um, when you get a really big laugh that you weren't expecting, uh, it feels amazing. And it also, it's like, you're, you weren't expecting it because you were so dialed into yourself and your truth that that's why it was so funny and that's why it hit the way it did. Like yeah. nine times out of 10, it's something you said off the cuff or something you weren't thinking was gonna hit that way yeah. and then it hits. And that's partially why it was so funny because you were just so being you in that moment. Like you know how many, even with your friends, you're like, I'm not even trying to be funny and people are like cracking up. That's, it's that level of comfort and yeah. ease that we're all working to achieve as standups. Yeah. When a joke doesn't land, I notice now three years into standup, how I respond to it is a direct reflection of my mindset and where I'm at. Like, if I'm feeling really good and I'm having a good day and I'm on top of it and I feel in control and my head's not whatever, the joke won't land and I'll just keep going. And if I if the joke doesn't land and I start getting like, oh, you guys, oh, you didn't like that or not? <laughs> you know, like, which we're all, we all do. And it's breaking a habit. Usually if that's how I'm reacting, I probably went on stage in a weird mood or I was like tired or like, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. so much of that shit is, it is acting stand up. It is like mm. about that control. Like it doesn't land, don't, Keep going. Don't let it like fuck with you. You know, yeah. I'm about like, listen, you got to read a room and like it is important to be likable and the audience has to want to hang out with you. But also like what you think is funny and what's your truth is is your truth. That's your material. Yeah. So there is some freedom in just being like, well, I like the strongest comedians stand in their shit no matter how it gets received. Yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> Open micers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> By the way, everyone behind you just became a mime because they were having a shot. And they just talked with the, with their hands and their eyebrows, and they just did a shopping. Can I just say <laughs> the layout of this podcast? This feels like Reverse American Idol, Why or like that? The Voice, and it's like, am I gonna turn my chair around? <laughs> yeah. Like, I like this one. You <laughs> can advance to the next round. Or like, I'm like, is this guy gonna kill me? Like, it's like aspects of other shows. Like, right, like, right. In this whole setup. Thriller and horror. Right, so like, get her drunk. It won't hurt as bad. Okay. <laughs> I've heard that before. Anyways, um, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. Yeah, so these guys are my moms. We traveled together. On the road. <laughs> Dress them up in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> One stand up, four mimes. It's like a variety show. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, what's next as far as the acting aspect? Because I saw there was a few other, there's some new stuff. I mean, well, I think the Die in the Moon thing is kind of the newest thing, yes? Or no? Is yeah, it's pretty movie? new. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do season two of that. I'm in a movie that's coming out soon. I just What's shot... that movie? I, I don't, it's not out yet, right? <clears throat> no, it's about to be out. Is it out? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Um, I shot it two years ago, so I don't okay. remember. But it was like the first feature film that I was in, and I was the lead. Yeah, dope. Um, it's called The Rest of Your Life. Uh, a really good friend of mine wrote it. It's his first like director cinematography debut, which is kind of cool too. That's coming out soon. And then I just shot a movie this last weekend in Gulfport, Tampa as well. I don't really, to be totally honest on the acting front, I only act in stuff that comes to me organically. Okay. I'm not trying to be in a commercial. I don't I don't care to audition. That'd be funny though. It would be funny. <laughs> Let me, I would be amazing in your commercial. <laughs> Monster energy, okay. <laughs> Oktoberfest, public spring water, whatever, iPhone, Mama Apple. Wanna. The Mama, right, oh, I don't wait, know. We could probably this? That up right there. Yeah. Oh my God, I would kill in Mama Juana. <laughs> you have to do, do a commercial right now for Mama Juana. <laughs> 
Mama Wana. <laughs> Whatever Mama Wana, Mama Guerra. <laughs> Mama Wana King. <laughs> Mama Wana Pinga. <laughs> Mama Wana Night Out. <laughs> Since 1979, you better believe it. <laughs> Mama get whatever she wanted. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Fucking hire me. <laughs> Ready to be famous? No, okay. Yes. So yes, I will only act in organic stuff in Mama Wanna commercials. That's, that's yeah. I'm gonna you guys are at you hella right, bro? Is jaw still hurting? You want me to sit in your spot now, bro? Come on, beer fest Friday. What is uh what is uh let me get a drink, let me get a drink for uh Well this is a beer. Let's go back to that. This is a beer. Is this your first beer? This is first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my first podcast. <laughs> this is a, a, a beer and CrossFit podcast. I like pushing the mic. I know you don't like beer. I don't drink. I used to drink beer. I just I prefer like liquor and anything else. Did you guys offer? Something? Yeah, I have tequila. No, no she, yeah, she wants no. to. I'm good. Hey. Legally, we have too many men in this room. You can't come in. <laughs> okay. Ah. Nope. Oh, it's like a club. <laughs> well, actually, maybe. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> What about the workout aspect of this podcast? Because that's, that's, that's what we are, right? Mm -hmm. Supposedly we work out. Supposedly we, we, we do. We do. Supposedly. Oh, you guys all do CrossFit? We yeah. All do CrossFit, yeah. That's no action. No, 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 no. Okay, I wasn't gonna. No, okay. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that up front. You're like, I'm gonna let you down. Like, okay. You we, all we, do CrossFit? We don't look like it, but. No. <laughs> CrossFit is like religion. I'm like, maybe you stop fucking talking about it so much. I'll try it sometime. Yeah. Okay, so you do CrossFit. Yes. Yes. You do CrossFit. This side of the room right here. And Eric. I tried. She's looking at me like, what the fuck? Fucking P90X. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, I supervise. This this motherfucker does Pilates, for sure. That's the vibe. You do CrossFit? I do Taibo. Okay. <laughs> the last time that's I heard of Taibo, I saw like my dad owned a DVD of it like five years ago. Yes. Oh, that's, that I'm pretty sure he just jerked off to when my mom wasn't home. Wow. <laughs> you were in it. Okay. It's getting weird. <laughs> Get it weird. That's it. I love when it's weird. Weird is good. Weird is good. Weird is the best. So do you work out? I do work out. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, not. I've done CrossFit. I can't say I love it. Sorry. No. Don't try to. It's fine. No, because you cross with people. No, no, no. The second no, people not, disagree, no, 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 you're no. like, you, you no, immediately. No, no, it's not us. It sounds a We're lot like you want people. to. You want to. Normal people. Look at us. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say you're normal, people. but that's okay. Neither <laughs> uh, am I. No, not normal. Normal's not, You're right. I'm fucking nuts. He's but. like, I've killed a lot of people. I fucking cry when I masturbate. Okay. I don't do CrossFit. I've done CrossFit a couple times. It's fine. It's just not my jam. But I do do like strength training and stuff. Yes. I used to be a dancer. I'll always yeah. do a dance class or a dance aerobic class. So you're super flexible. Sure. I'm also 4'11, so obviously. That's like my one good thing. Like, guys just look at my body and they're like, I don't think you can handle it. And then I, and then I see it and I'm like, I'll be fine. Like, you know, I got it. Um, yeah, and I do actually, I talk shit, but I'll do Pilates for sure too and stuff like I do bar and stuff like that. I don't run. I'll tell you what I don't do. Nobody I don't. Likes running. I hate running. Even runners don't like running. And I hate cycling. I won't do those two things. Nobody likes wow. any of that stuff. I'll do kickboxing. I'll do dance. I'll do Pilates. Oh, you know what else I really hate? You know what I hate more than CrossFit? What? Fucking yoga. Fuck yoga. Oh. Never tried that shit. Mm. Fuck yoga. I never tried it. Never tried it. Yeah? I just want a workout. I want a real workout. What, what happened? She just did CrossFit? Uh, I did yeah. not. Oh, no. I did yoga. yoga. I did she yoga. She did CrossFit when it came to Eric. She was like, Eric doesn't do CrossFit. Nothing. I was like, yeah, she does. I was like, I, I, CrossFit's fun. Do you do CrossFit? Yeah. Okay, it's fine. It's just She's not... like the best one of us right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't need the jokes. I don't need the jokes right now. Okay, I'll be like, yeah, give me 100 push-ups right now. Okay. Uh, um, I'm sure. I, it's fine. Cross is fine. I don't. I don't feel any one way about it. I do strength training and everything else. I was talking mad shit about yoga. 
I just think yoga. Yoga's supposed to be really good for you. But it's just I'm not fun to do. That's it's not fun to do like, for yoga me. Are you talking about the sweaty hot? What do they call it? Actually, the... if there's any yoga that I do, I do go to hot yoga every now and again because the detox is fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm about the, 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 the goat yoga. Goat yoga. Yeah, it's a Khloe Kardashian. I heard about it. They do and they like stand on top of you and you do yoga. With the goat? Yeah, with the goat. Rich people have fucked up habits, man. <laughs> yeah. I more, hope women, I, more women here. Look, more women. A, thank God. Hi. Blink yeah. twice. Blink she twice. Does, does, my goddaughter. Hi. Uh, beautiful. Hi. Who does yoga? You do yoga? Do you sell me, sell me on yoga in three reasons right now because I don't like it. I do hot yoga. Okay, I just said I like that. Uh, that I like. Yeah, that's it. You feel refreshed, renewed, and... Better for the day. You work for them? <laughs> yeah. I was like, are you their publicist? <laughs> it's like, you're Mama Juana. She doesn't uh, Right, exactly. Mama Juana yoga class yeah. sponsor. <laughs> Done. That's Pour it. Pour Mama Juana into the steam machine. And that's yeah, it. Right. Or you have to finish a bottle of Mama Juana and then go to hot yoga and sweat it out. There you go. Cups. Exactly. That sounds like Santeria right off the bat. I'm amazing. That's how you get that. shit done at Santeria. <laughs> if things aren't going your way, you just kill a chicken. That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, I just, I find yoga boring. And regular yoga, I'm saying. I just, when I do a workout, I want to sweat. I want to be sore. Every time I've done a yoga class, I just find it, like, boring. And I don't sweat. And I'm just like, why did I do this? And I, I can't meditate. You don't feel limber afterwards? No. No. I don't know. I just also can't meditate. Like, meditation's so funny to me. And, like, the shit they say in yoga, no, like, right. take a breath in and just feel your inner self unfolding into right. a trance. And I'm in the back, like, shut up, bitch. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, too, like, like flowery. Like, I don't know yeah, be the breath. Like, or I feel like yoga, too, like, they get you in the most compromising positions, like your head's in between your fucking balls and stuff, and your ass is in the air, and then they, they say something like, let go of everybody that hurt you. Or something. you're just like, what the? Oh, you like look up and you're like, what the uh, fuck? Did the instructors come and say, good game? When you I wish, I wish in CrossFit they did that. In CrossFit I got my ass smacked and I loved it, okay. But yeah, no yoga for me. I remember that workout, that's, that's the thing that people do. What, there's an ass-smacking workout? Yeah. Pretty sure, pretty sure. <laughs> no, 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 at times? Yeah, it's the fit, not a, the fit people. I that's well, it's, not it's definitely the fit people. Right. CrossFit is like shorts. performance art sometimes for some people. Like I've been in like CrossFit classes where some guys like are just like ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm like, bro, <laughs> like relax a little bit. I throw the ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he was like pacing and he and he was just going like ah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, dude, whatever is going on in this 90 minute CrossFit class or hour is not going to fix the fact that your mother hates you. Like, I, don't, I don't know what's happening. So it's just too, but yoga is like that too. Yoga sometimes it's just like, oh yeah, my, uh, I cured COVID through breathing exercises. I'm like, dying a fire. Like, I just like, I don't know. It's all fake to me. But regular strength training, I go to Sweat 440. It, have you heard of it? No, no. Sweat for it. Sweat for it. Like that sounds, sounds like a club. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a club, right? <laughs> I didn't know. It's great. It's in Doral, Gables, the beach, Miami Lakes, and Brickle. And it's 40 minute workouts, and the classes run every 10 minutes. And it's 40 minutes at each station, four stations in 40 oh, minutes. Yeah, and it's all strength training. And like one day, upper body, lower body, core, full body, like you do whatever. I mean, that works for me because my schedule is loco. So, so it's, it's quick. Just, it's, it's quick. Like you, and like I could you. just like be like, oh, I have time for a class, boink, and that's it. A bunch of power sets type of thing, right? Yeah, but it's a great workout. I've seen results. I'm happy with it's it. 10 minutes per station? Three exercises, four stations. Three rounds. That's all you need. <clears throat> Three rounds Three each. Rounds? Yeah. yeah. And uh, the whole workout's 40 minutes, so I guess you're at each one for like, what, nine to 10 or something? Nine to 10, nine to 10, and then it's a 40 minute workout. Sweat for 40 minutes. It's almost like that ninth round thing. Have you ever heard that ninth round thing? No. Oh yeah, yeah. I did nine round in Kendall. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Did. It's the same thing where it's a different. You have, you have like a bunch of bags and then you have mm. like a jump rope and then you have that. You three minutes, three minutes, three minutes, like four times. And then you have like a forty second recovery in between each one. Okay. Circuit training. It's exactly kind of like, like circuit, that. It's circuit Except training. Circuit, yeah. circuit training. Yeah. Franchising. Yeah. Nine round. Yeah. Nice. You're looking so for, for investors. Sweat for forties in Miami, New York, <laughs> Austin. It's great. Uh -huh. It's a good workout. 
Yeah. That it's, should be something to try. The flexibility is it for, I sound like a fucking mom. That's like, nah. I get to just go to work out after I drop my kids off. Life is so, so we're gonna send. I was gonna say, it's not like you have kids. <laughs> no, no, not, no. No kids, no husband. Your kids are all the people, the stand-up people that you're fucking, <laughs> yeah. all the gigs that you have. Yeah, those are my kids. You've those been busy. My... Yeah, yeah. How busy are you? Probably too busy, I think. In a given, any given week. What, I, how many gigs are, like, are, do I you perform have, every or? night. Every night, really? Yeah, yeah, just about, yeah, just about. And if I'm not booked, I just, I don't want to get rusty with stand-up. So if I'm not even technically booked, nine times out of 10, I hit an open mic or I drop in on a show. Yeah, because I don't, I hate that feeling when I haven't been on stage for like two to three days and then I jump back in and I'm like, so oh, I you, can feel it. Like, you I get hate rusty, it. huh? You can, yeah. yeah. I'm, it's getting a little better now, but, um, that's what I love about stand-up. Like, nobody's immune to that. Like, even after the pandemic, people like Sebastian Maniscalco and Kevin Hart were like, mm. I'm rusty after not doing stand-up. Like, everybody can get that. I, I just hate that feeling. It sounds yeah. like a friggin' addiction. That, that so 100%. But also, like, my dad had put that metaphor to me about, like, pro athletes and mm. comics. And, like, that's what made sense. He's like, well, if you wanted to go pro as a basketball player or a football player, would you only play basketball two times a week? Right. No, you have, you can't. He's like, no. He's like, no, you, you have, have to run drills every day and, right. like, practice every day. So exactly. that's that's how I look at stand-up. Like, I try not to really let more than one day max two go without getting on stage. What would your dad do? Um, he worked in, like, sales and marketing for years. He's retired now. And my mom is a hairstylist. So he basically, he saw what you were doing, encouraged you, and was like, this is some." That you could look at and you you took that and yeah what is that they're pretty supportive some yeah, i joke sometimes that cool. i'm like i wish they were abusive i'd be more famous uh, <laughs> they like adds to the trauma you'd be like, funnier like smack me around a little bit <laughs> are you like the funny one in the family always well everybody in my family's funny like my mom is the funniest person I, my mom missed her calling she should have been a comedian <laughs> she so? says ridiculous fucking shit all the time <laughs> and she doesn't realize how funny she is and everyone's like no. oh my but do whatever you use, do, do you use her lines in your no but i talk about her a lot Oh, okay. And she hates it. And indirectly, it. indirectly, right? <laughs> but As in indirectly. <laughs> no, very directly. I'm like, my mom, that bitch. Okay. <laughs> I get into like eight stories. And every time she's at the show, she's like, don't talk about me. And then I'm like, mom's here tonight. Say hey. Yeah. And then I go like she, right into this? a story about she's her. Doing this, she's like, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. I'm like, well, stop being fucking crazy. And I won't have shit to talk about. But. Yeah, no, they're supportive. They're great. My whole family is like crazy and funny. I'm the only person in my family that has a job like this. Everybody else is like nurse, doctor, lawyer, teacher, boring, whatever. You know? <laughs> whatever. So they're, you know. You the light of the party. Would you try a beer? <laughs> huh? Would you try a little bit of a beer? I've had beer. No, I know. <laughs> I know, but I know you don't. Yeah, I'll Technically. try it. Right, what kind of beer is it? All right, so what we have. If you're good at roofing me, just let me know. <laughs> I'm immune. Just kidding, if, bitch. If I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it on, I put on the mic. <laughs> That's a Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> My body's like, what? You know? It's going what? This is a Spanish, it's like a Bach, like an amber Bach type beer. So it's okay. like a dark. Anybody else wants to try it? Uh, uh, uh. No, we gotta try it. Nick, Nick, That's we actually very I'll, good. I'll try this Nick. Leo. I just, I don't know. <laughs> no, beer makes I'm me like... Really the thing with beer is it's so much volume, right? It makes me tired, kind of. You tried it already? Right? Yeah, yeah it's much. good. It's good. <laughs> I also was, I was also was like super into IPAs at one point, and IPAs are heavy and strong. Yeah, yeah. that's what we try to try to do here most of the time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not anti beer. It just always makes me like kind of. I just I love liquor, wine, and everything else. Sake, like you know. What made you like go away from like IPAs and beer per se? I don't know. I used to, I was super into it in like college, and all I used to drink was beer. And then just like one day, I don't know. I just was like, I don't want to have beer. I feel like it's like it makes me feel like bloated. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. That, it's because like you're it. consuming so much. That too, and like yeah. obviously, like clear liquors are like tequila. Like I feel like I never have a hangover with tequila. Mm. And like I, I almost really? never have a hangover with gin. I can kind of just like pound gin and tonics, oh, and yeah? like I'll wake up the I next. Can, day. Really? No. no gin. Hell no. I'm gin. I feel like when I drink gin, it tastes like I know it sounds crazy, but like cologne. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's like juniper berries, so it's like yeah. 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 No, it has a taste for sure. No. And there's some like beef eater gin I think is disgusting. 
It sounds disgusting. It's it's like the, I know beef eater, but the name is nasty. Yeah, yeah, just the name. It's one of the healthiest liquors you can drink. Gin. Oh yeah. No gin, period. I thought it was the. It's like vodka. It's like vodka in that sense, so it's very clean. Yeah. Like the taste is very like subjective, but. The, the alcohol itself is very, like, healthy. Right. That's why and when I have eight gin and tonics, my thought is I need to be making healthy choices. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm right, right. I'm like, did I have eight drinks last night? Yes, but were they all gin? So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. If you had eight drinks of whiskey, it would have been a whole oh, different, different, yeah. different, yeah. different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I love dark liquor, too, but... Oh, you do? It brings out, yeah, it brings out a side like in what? me. Yeah. What's her name? <laughs> Mama wanna. <laughs> Do you want to take a Mama wanna shot? You want to try it? No, try no. it. You're gonna like it. It's you did a commercial so for it. I mean, it's not gonna. Yeah. The commercial. Actor, actors endorse shit all the time. Just that they don't. It. That they don't you're actually like use. You're gonna like it. It's sweet. It's nice. It's not, not bad. It's pretty good. It's just like. So Super mellow, super smooth. So in, no, no, it's really good. It's in his culture, you're gonna offend him if you don't. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, yeah, you're gonna offend like the Dominicans if you don't. National uh, drink. No offense, but this kind of smells like like the bottom of a pan after dinner was made. <laughs> He's offended. Take a little bit. Take a little bit. Try it. A little bit. Try it. Is it okay? You don't need ice. No, you don't need ice. Yeah, no, I do need ice. Oh. No. Who's that? Oh. No, oh my god. Not your jam, not your jam. Got it. This is the BTS of the commercial. I'm like, don't let my agent see this. It's made in a bag. It kind of tastes like No, no, it's not. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. I would believe that. No, it's a lie. I don't know if it's that much of a lie. So, Sokra, in your words, can you explain what Mama Juan is? Mama Juan is actually made of roots. Okay, roots that are actually medicinal type of roots. Okay, and it actually started as a medicinal remedy. It was a medicinal remedy. You want? For what? For all kinds of illnesses. Like? Back in the days, you know, there was no doctors and, hey, drink this. Polio. Uh, Mama Wana. Exactly. Mama Wana. Syphilis. Mama Wana. I don't know about that, but yeah. Prep. Prep. So Prep. Prep. then. Erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Mama Wana. No. Oh, oh, I don't know that either. It could work. It could work. It could work. It could work. Yeah, it could work. It's actually. <laughs> but it's actually really good. Nah, and, yeah, uh, if you actually drink it and uh, I hate you know, it. You're not you're not you're you not took a little, it's, it's you're kinda like a, a nice taste you gotta get used to kind of taste, you know? It has a cinnamon. Okay. It, has a taste. it also kinda tastes like a Christmas tree a little bit. But can you yeah, can you tell her exact look that's you're on point because it's roots. It's basically okay. It's roots. It's basically all of these roots and tree bark and a bunch of things filled into a a big bottle, basically. And then they add the alcohol. Alcohol there, and, and then it cures it. it. Exactly. Yeah, and, then, and, and that's what it, it is. I feel, and like, it, I feel like this bottle takes away from the experience, though, because last time I was here, y'all had it in, in like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks like something that you buy in a gas station yeah, for yeah. erectile like, dysfunction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, the actual bottle, it's got the roots. I think it threw me off a little. Do we have that that's one true. here? No. That's true. I feel like every culture has a liquor that's like, ugh. Like, yeah. Italians have, I forget the name, but the one that tastes like it's made from like fennel. I'm gonna fuck it up. Oh. Uh, is it kind of like, is it the same thing in uh, they put it in Greece? Is it the uh, is it a um, it's fennel? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, uso. Is it kind of like so. uso? Yeah. Oh, and we have yeah. And only like you're like Italian, like your grandparents drink. My grandmother was like it's delicious. Is and, like, it similar to that? It's kind of like a licorice. Yeah, and it kinda, tastes like um. Colombians have the same thing with aguardiente. They put it in like not like oh we got Colombian white. That shit literally warms your chest. Okay, is that good? Uh, <laughs> it's disgusting. And Irish people have malort. I've never heard and that. And it's really bad. Irish people have malort. It's is like it dark the same like type of, Oh, it's, it's a dark It's like thing. dark like this. It's kind of like a whiskey mm. and it's just it's like syrupy. Mm. And like I like white Irish Anglo-Saxon people like have like that. Too. Yeah, it's like not. I also it just sounds heard, terrible, right? Like, <laughs> is there like a sweet wine, an Argentinian sweet wine or something? Tor, to, Tori? 
Totally. So I tried something the other day and it was not good. It's like really sweet, thick wine. Not great. We're good good on time. We're good on time. We're good on time. No, no, definitely. (laughs) So, um, what about the beer? So I had another another uh, Spanish beer, but it was in here, and I think. Someone grabbed it. Okay. Like, yeah, it's all good. Well, it was just, fuck them. Well. <laughs> no, it's all good. It was just, you're, you're like, we only brought one, and now it's gone. Yeah. Well, yeah, so that was my bad. However, we do have a Colombian beer. Okay, let's try it. Or you could try this one here. Popsicutioner. Nah, everybody knows Popsicutioner. Oh, I've never had one of these. I now see why you were like, do you really don't drink beer. Are you like allergic to beer? Are you blah, blah, blah with beer? Because you're like, no, we wanted you to try beer. So I'm like, oh, no, I drink beer. It's fine. Yeah, we, yeah. We're, we're gonna try them. Try the beers. Okay. So I've never had this. Club Colombia. I mean, Mama I, I don't You could tell Mama Juana is an old liquor because they were like, let's just take all the branches and trees in the backyard. You want to try it? And just put rubbing alcohol in it. And so some cinnamon. Can you put an age on Mama Juana? Socrates? That's the beer that Maria gave us. I already tried every beer. Who's Maria? Uh, Excuse me, have you been having other women on the podcast that are amazing? Wow, 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 wow. So rude. She's one of our fellow CrossFitters, and she... Oh, so she's one of the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's... How old is Maria? She's probably late uh, late 50s, maybe early 60s. I uh, I don't want to, you know, offend. I don't know. No, but I would say she's late, late 50s. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Okay. No, she's, and she's badass. She's, you know. That's good. Yeah. That's good. In Miami, you can't tell what age women are because of the Botox and the BBLs and everything like that. And only when you get, only when you get up close that you see the, I feel like you, I feel like you exclusively fuck women with BBLs. Why? No, no, no. Answer the question. I, okay. Wait, the question? Address the statement. Say the question again. I feel like you only, I feel like his type is women who have BBLs. Him right here. Why yes. me? Absolutely. Why me? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. My mind jury has chimed in. And that is the verdict of that issue. The Don't make eye one? contact with me. Make eye contact with Louis. He's so ashamed. He's like, look at him. Let's get yeah, back. Yeah, All yeah, of a sudden, he's like, let's get back on track with the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, let's. The Colombian beer. Colombian beer. Right. Yeah, Colombian beers are great. And Brazilian butt lifts are so great. <laughs> is, is that all with tequila? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm fucking shit up tonight. This is the pre. This is the pre. This is like. Watery kind of type. It, it's it's, it's a little sweet. It's a little sweet. You want to try it? Yeah. The Colombia right. tastes right. like right. it's right. a it's just, there's a Chemical cup there? It's not mate, but I'll just take a sip. Yeah, I don't care. No, it's I have like eight, I have Mama Juana R.I.P. tonight. Oh, it's fucking Sunrise, Florida. It's not anything. Yeah, it's like anything. It tastes sweet. Yeah, it tastes like watery. It tastes sweet. Yeah, it tastes like tastes sweet to me. No, just tastes like at the end it tastes a little like maple. Yeah. Yes. A hey, little please. bit. That's, I that's like good, this one better than hey, the Amber one. It's like a Cuban soda called Iron Bear. Iron Bear. Okay. Iron Beer. Okay. Iron Beer. Oh, Iron Beer. Like Iron Beer. Iron Beer. Is that how it's pronounced? Iron Beer. Iron Beer. That would be saying it. That would be saying it. Can I have a Iron Beer? Refrigerator. Refrigerator. Wait, wait, what is it called? Wait, I don't know. Oh, Walmart and McDonald's? Are you just in, listing <laughs> off the attractions in West Kendall? Is that what you're doing? He's like, Walmart and McDonald's. Este que shake. Este que shake. Este que shake. shake. Felix Varela is senior high school. That's when I went to school. Yeah, did you go to Varela? No, I got kicked out and then I went to something. You got kicked out of Varela? <laughs> yeah. What kind of hood shit did you do to get kicked out of Varela? Skipping? All right. Well, that's all right. You that's, said that's, that's where you went? That's an easy if I... That's yeah. That's yeah. And you said something about college? You said something about college that you went to college? I went to University of Florida. I'm a Gator. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it, it, ain't no hate here. Ain't no hate here. Excuse me? Nobody's hating on you here. Excuse me, excuse me. FSU? No, not at all. Who? UM? Oh, get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're D1 now, though. Somebody from FIU coming up, that's like 
like high school football player Whatever. going up to Tom Brady <laughs> and being like, I got you, bro. Fucking take you out. Like, if I you. They're going to be like, we're God. D1 now, though. We're D1. Right? Is that, no? That's not good. Oh, yeah? Finally, yeah, I think. Yeah, they're D1 now. They are. You seem really, you seem really loyal to your team. Really loyal. Okay, right. He's like, I think we're D1. I don't know. I don't. So funny. Yeah, McGinn. PR and theater. Did too. Yeah. Oh, so actually, acting comes kind of like natural to you in the sense that you. Yeah, the whole life. She said that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because like, you know. Because look, look, there's nowadays there's actors that never even done a class. Acting yeah. Class. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're kind of like, we could say that you're a professional. This is kind of like your career. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? That's what I'm saying. And not, nothing to. No, I didn't take yeah. it that way. Oh, no. I, I mean, I've done it literally my whole life. I've been performing my whole life. Like, I did like theater groups and theater training in Miami. I studied it in college. I did all the improv schools in Chicago and New York and stuff like that. So, yeah. I just, I just only stand up is like the newest thing, which is funny because it's like now my main thing, only thing. But yeah, so. How long were you in New York? How was that experience? Seven years and. What? Was, yeah. I'm from from New York too. Really? What part? Washington, Washington Heights. Heights. I love Washington Heights. No, Dominicano. No, Dominicano. You're Dominican. I like that. I like that neighborhood. My, a lot you of did? my friends live there, and it's. I've always liked Washington Heights. Oh, great, great! I didn't know. You're like not. I didn't when I was there. Did what? Yeah, you're like I didn't when I was there. What you mean? Oh, well, I don't know. You don't She's seem like you like, like it. It seems that you didn't like it. You know, <laughs> no, like, me? Yeah, I was We there. were communicating so well, and now it feels like our marriage is fine. I'm sorry. Uh, it's uh, not the, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the mama one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I was actually raised in Washington Oh, okay. So you grew up in New York. My family, my mom's still there. My cousins, my sisters, and all that stuff. Like, I'm like the kind of like this. Third one here for my family in Miami. That's how I am. I'm, me and my mom and my dad are the only people from our whole families in New York and New Jersey. We're the only people that are down here. That nobody, they all are like. What do they call us? Call it snowbirds? Snowbirds, snowbirds yeah. Yeah, but that's if you. Half over there, half over there. Yeah, those are people yeah. that only come down in the winter. The, and the yeah, winter. Raise yeah. the rent up and then say fuck yeah. off. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now they come down here permanently and raise the rent up permanently. Permanently, correct. Let me ask you a question. When it comes to theater in New York. Yeah, I know it's super hard because of like, you, that's the kind of like the mecca when it comes to theater. How do you like all that? You know, kind of like going here and there to perform and to. Yeah, I didn't. So I didn't do traditional theater in New York. I did a lot of improv and sketch and stand up. So I can speak to like going all around. Not nothing about like off off Broadway, nothing like that. No, I didn't. Like I. I do you try though? Nah, I've never been interested in auditioning for like, I love to act, but I like to act in the stuff I want to act in. Like stuff that I make or stuff that gets organically brought to me. Like I never, when I got out of college, I knew I wanted to do comedy. So I knew I would do improv sketch and stand up and like make my own shit and write my own jokes. But I never have had any interest in like auditioning for plays or commercials or stuff like that. Not, not unless something great and cool gets brought to me. It's like, it's just not my main thing. You know what I mean? Like for a lot of people, that's their main thing. And they get up every day and do self tapes and audition. But for me, I get up every day and I write, you know, dick jokes for five hours. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just that's kidding. Funny. I only have dick like two. Jokes di- are funny. They are. I only have like two of them though. I'm not like every. <laughs> I'm not like every other female comic in Miami. Shots fired. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, it was good. It was great. I mean, I loved. I started stand up in New York. There's comedy everywhere in New York. Yes. It's the best place to do comedy, yeah. just because it's literally everywhere. There's the city. <laughs> it's just a joke. The city itself is comedy. <laughs> yeah, and the best comedians come out of there too because it's like, like Miami. I think thinks it's diverse, but it's not. It's like diverse within itself. Sure. But yes, New York is diverse. No like no way of putting it. Yeah, like yeah. New York is like so many different like races, religions, ethnicities, backgrounds, reasons that people are even in New York. From like, I was born and raised here and I'll never leave, to I moved here for a job, to like, all this stuff. So, Mm -hmm. that's why it makes like, I think like the best comedians, because we can see every perspective and stuff like that, which is like, coming down from New York to Miami, there was a fucking training ground. It's a training ground. And it's like coming to Miami, there's a lot of my jokes that I would do, and I still do in Miami, and Miami audiences are like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, how do you not yeah, get that? Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. a thing. Like, how yeah. do you not? Like, I have a joke about 
and it's actually, it's in support of the trans community. It's not against them, but it's a joke about like getting catcalled on the subway. And it's a true story. This guy, he was like crazy and following me on the train. And so I guess I was like pulling my dress cause I felt weird and like unsafe. And he was like, you know, I still know what you got under there. And I, and I looked at him and I was like, it's 2022. No, you don't. <laughs> so like, see, but like, that's like, and sometimes in Miami, I tell that joke and they're like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, you get, I have to like spell it out. I have to be like, you get it? That's funny too though, when they don't get it. Oh yeah, then I have to right. like write five new fucking jokes to get it. <laughs> you right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so whatever, it makes you stronger in that way, but like, yeah, so. That's part of like, maybe going around to different places, I right? Mean, yeah. This works here, this works here. Those Miami jokes are great to have, but when you go to fucking Durango, Colorado, they don't care, they don't <laughs> yeah. give a shit. You could say maybe one thing about Miami, the most obvious thing they think, and then they're like, ha and then that's it. So you're they, constantly changing your shit. You have, you have to constantly be writing, and you yeah, have to constantly much. write outside of your comfort zone, and you have to just find your your voice and stuff like that. I always think the best stuff is personal and autobiographical, like because that way nobody can steal it from you, because it's you, and mm. nobody else can do it, because they're gonna hear that bit and be like, that's Britney's bit, because that's, mm. that's <laughs> something that happened to her, that's her story, mm. Correct. you know? And that, that kind of stuff is always gonna hit, because the audience can tell that you're like letting them in on something. Whether it's like a bad hookup, a bad relationship, a weird thing that happened to you, your family. Family always works because family is universally crazy and mm -hmm. everyone has shit with their family. Yeah, sure. But everyone, but everyone's family is different. So people can't steal your family material because right. I don't know your family. So you have to add a little bit of aspect of your thing with the, the universal stuff and mix it all together. I think that's together, like the, yeah. always like the sweet spot. Like the premise is like universal. It's something everybody can relate to and has felt. Mm. But the actual material and like lines are you. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what it is, like getting deeply personal. And the audience loves that when they feel like they can hear you. They put you in the spot. Okay. Best city to perform and why? Chicago. Why? It's, um, I believe comedy is the best in colder climates and mm. tougher cities. I, I know, I've had this conversation with a comedian. Wait, wait, yeah, Anytime yeah, yeah. you're in like Texas, Georgia, Florida, you notice it's like a different pace different mindset. Mm. They're not as willing to listen to the South, honestly. Yeah, They're not as willing to listen yeah. to things that aren't like agreeing immediately with them. Half you, the people are half have one foot in the grave already though. So that was, uh. Well, that too, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, I even super conservative. That, you can even say that about like LA. I felt like some LA crowds no, were like, ah, and LA <laughs> comics were, con the ones that I've seen, the handful that I've seen, yeah. I was like, you guys are at a different speed. Like, I don't know. So Chicago's a very, very big city. Much like New York, it's like you have a, a lot of different representation, a lot of different neighborhoods and sub-neighborhoods, mm -hmm. a lot of people that come in, a lot of people that are natives. It's like all this kind of stuff. And it's just like not as pretentious and hyped up as New York, so the audiences are a little bit more cool, mm. but it's not like Miami that just like lives in a bubble and only mm. focuses on Miami. Correct. So there's just some, there's just, <laughs> I know, exactly. Yeah, Case in point. Case in point. And it's got a lot of tourists yeah. and it's got a lot. So I just, I've always loved it. I've always felt like Chicago crowds like get it. I don't know. Like, and it's also equal parts like suburban and urban. And like, there's like always, and that's, those cities are always the most fun because there's going to be something for everybody and they're more, they're more likely to, Diverse, to more see, like, yeah, yeah see, see and understand under other perspectives. Whereas if you go to like Dallas, Texas, or like Miami, Florida, or I don't know, like, you know, I'm sure like Nebraska is fucking weird to perform in because they don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they only probably likely know fucking Nebraska. Nebraska like, so else, it's, yeah. you're gonna have to be like, okay, like, how do I? Oh, know what it is? You know what it is? It is. It's Eddie the Ass Eater, yeah, Eddie the okay. Ass Eater. Good, good public transit. <laughs> that too. It's good public yeah. transit. Good That's public transit is. that gets people around and to different. within the city, like mm -hmm. everybody within the city, like gets you know as far. I, I don't know about New York. Mm -hmm. New York's little. Yeah, he's I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything in New York is a lot easier. Chicago's public transit's amazing. It's so is New so York. Good. It's great. Is it's that New York? Is it better than New York? I, I love New York, but like Chicago is my favorite city. It does everything New York does cheaper, better, cleaner, more efficient. It's so clean. Not as cocky. It's just like. Yeah. I love Chicago. I would move there in a heartbeat. Yeah, I really it's just, would. It's yeah. the, the yeah. winters, though. And yeah, you have seasons. You have seasons there, too. You have winters. You have summers. You have, like... 
it just reflects in the crowd. That's why I think also like Texas outside of like Austin kind of sucks to do comedy in too, because Texas is so fucking Texas. Like no matter where you go, and it's like it, it's big, yeah. But for the outside of Austin, just about every other one of those cities is kind of. El Paso maybe you know it's kind of all you know so I got a question for you yeah go ahead um because you seem very seasoned and educated about the theater and everything how do you feel about like the internet sensations that overnight popped off just being some funny shit on IG it's not gonna last it's not gonna last there's no longevity in that Cause it's like if you put all of your, I don't, I don't even do the TikTok trends like when certain audios trend and stuff. Unless I really have something like original to do with it, I don't bother because you have to think mm-hmm. about it. Like it's like if that's where you're putting your energy and your time. If Instagram and TikTok get deleted and banned tomorrow, like your fucking shit's gone. You have nothing that like yeah. lives beyond you. So like you have to play to it. I also don't get the comedians that are like, I don't do socials and I don't get it. I'm like, well then you're bad at your fucking job. Like you just are, like you have to figure out some way to make it work for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that comedian that just finds a random audio on TikTok and spends all this time making some dumb fuck. I'm like, who cares? I'd rather go use that time to like write a new joke than get a clip of that when I do it live. And that's really good and put that up. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I just think the inner, I think it's great, but I think nothing compares to being amazing live. And you gotta be really good live. Cause that's the worst when somebody's like, Taking off on TikTok and then they get like a weekend at the improv and everybody's like, they kind of like sucked. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, of course they did. Yeah. Or these like social media comedians that are like stand-ups easy. I'm like, bro, you're talking shit up there. You're talking shit. Like, like it's fine that that's what your lane is, but like, don't fuck with my lane. Like, don't disrespect comics like that and be like, stand-up's easy. It's easy. Just be like, listen, I understand I'm not a stand-up. I have a following on the internet and I'm gonna figure out how to be entertaining on stage. I have way more fucking respect for you than you coming in my lane and thinking you could do what I do. Just cause you have a bunch of dumb fucking videos that took off. Like, just, and I'll, I have respect for you. Like, I don't have that. I don't wanna have that. But like, I, it's just, I always think like you gotta be good live because if the internet goes down, like let's even say it doesn't, like you're gonna end up making your bread and butter through ticket sales and if you suck live, people stop coming to see you. And then it all just kind of, or if you're an asshole in person, they stop fucking with you. So it's about, it's still about this at the end of the day. Like radio's even like that. Like everyone says radio's dead, kind of, but like you can listen to all the same songs on any station, sure. But the thing that's making each show and station stay alive are the people on the morning shows, are the people. Yeah. like So that's why it's like that stuff is where it still is. Because I can listen Correct. to that stupid Taylor Swift song anywhere. I hate her, but whatever. Like <laughs> I cannot stand her. I hope she dies. I, I think oh, she's so... Shit. No, I don't hope she dies. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Call my phone. Cancelled. Great. I hope I get cancelled. I'll get famous. Um, But like, I can listen to those songs anywhere, just switch stations, but what... That like the people on air on that morning show are what make me tune in every morning because I mm. want to hear what they have yeah. to say so about that and their personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah. still comes back to this. I think, I just think all that shit's gonna same way like right. NFTs did. Same way like everything. <laughs> <laughs> I so I called that shit. I was like, you guys well, are Bitcoin. You said NFTs. NFTs. I called that shit. I was like, I get it if you want to buy a little and like just to see where it goes. But I know people that like. Ooh, went in, and, and, now, and now they're and like, yeah, mm. no uh, and I'm like, how's it going? They're like, ah, <laughs> and I'm like, yep, yeah. But like knowing yeah. the, the trajectory of like technology, and we got this fucking device in our hand that we're glued to every day. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of make the transition, knowing that you still got to do your stand-up shit, right? Mm-hmm. But also knowing that this is a powerful tool. And you gotta utilize it to go ahead and promote yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's like the same trait. It's like just being yourself and not trying to be anything else. Like I wouldn't hop on a trend in person and I wouldn't hop on a trend on social media. I just think like, if I think it's funny, I'm gonna either talk about it on stage or put it up on my Instagram. But I have to think it's funny. If I don't think it's funny, I'm not gonna want to like talk about it one way or another. You know what I mean? Like it's like, right? So like, yeah. Someone else thinks it. It's probably gonna take me ten times as long, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So it it, it just kind of depends where where you're coming from. 
where you're coming from. Yeah, that's it. Like, and I get that too, but like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't drink the tea with that. Like, it's all about influence and followers and stuff like that. I'm like, I think you still gotta make something meaningful and like build actual connection with people. And I still don't think you're gonna do it through just like, you have to think about it too. Like how many, how many people like view your shit or even like your shit or comment and don't even follow. No. Right, right. And then on top of that, don't even remember your name. Engagement, yeah. Or whatever. But if they see you at a show and feel your energy and really fucked with what you were saying and saw you on stage in this like very real moment, a live moment, they're going to remember that. Like people, I'll see views on my shit and like the likes don't even compare, but I'll also have somebody run up to me in public and be like, I don't remember your name, but I saw you at the improv and I loved you and thanks for talking yeah, about that. Did. And they'll remember that. That means, more. Right. That means, that means way more. more. I don't care about like a dumb thing. Like I don't, I just, I'm not, the social media thing, I'm like, we're flipping society to where that's becoming, no, fuck that because that's becoming the, the main norm. lane and yeah. this is becoming number two. Right. And I'm like, we got right. that shit all right. fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, it's gotta agree. go back the other way. I agree. Now, Brittany, right. I, took a, I, I would drive to see you, cause I saw you open for- uh, Mario, 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 Mario. Yeah, yeah. 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 we were going. You came to see me, you came to see Mario. Hey, but next time you'll be the headliner though. And then, it was an hour fucking drive. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh my God. Now we're going there. Yay. That's true. I, I, and then that's how you Thank you. That's how you discovered the talent. And then when, yeah. well, I, I feel like when I saw you, I was like, yeah. That's why we. 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 Love roasting people in the crowd. I love that shit because I'm gonna be up here bearing all my shit out. Like I love roasting, and when people get too sensitive, I'm like, dude, oh, like, oh. stop <laughs> taking yourself. I think it's Why the quickest here? way to <laughs> level level the playing field and get everybody and like get over yourself. Like, like I'm like, exactly. let's like, the most sensitive like, people be in the front row. Like always, the all like, the time. If you're sensitive, that is a little sensitive. Like, all the nah, time. I almost had a comedian like get mad. Cause I, he was throwing at me, and I threw him back. I threw back at him. Oh <laughs> boy! He was like, okay. oh, 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 you know what? I'm gonna stop because I don't want to get beat up. Yeah, yeah, relax. Okay. That's so funny. Brittany, yeah. so usually, uh, Socrates does the bottom line. Bottom line. Okay. Yeah. Usually. Usually. No, no, you okay. want to give Today, real quick. we're gonna give it to you. Basically, it's a summary. A summary of what? I'm like, I need some Mama Wana. I will never need Mama Wana ever again. Yes. Call it. Call it the improv. Whatever it is. I mean, you're obviously really good at what you do, and I'm pretty sure you're gonna do a better job. Hey, hey, hey! Now, man, we go compete. So if you could give us, I get deep. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The difference is she speaks perfect English. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> so Jones speaks Spanish. Okay, okay. What's the bottom line? What's the bottom line? Go ahead. What's the bottom line? So it's basically a summary. Kind of like a summary of yourself. The podcast. But what happened here? What we talked about today. What's the bottom line? Yeah. To finish it up. The bottom line is. No, I don't need help, motherfucker. I'll help you. I'm just taking a second to think about what I'm gonna say. Okay. The bottom line is, um, you gotta be, um, you gotta be good with you at the end of the day. That's what I think the bottom line is. You have to like the person that you are, and you only like the person that you are by making decisions that feel good. Right. To yeah. yourself, and that's right. and that's the that's happiness. I think fuck money, fuck anything else, fuck status. If you're happy, for the most part, with the choices you make every single day and the things you do, that's where the happiness comes from. When you know that you're doing right by yourself, and doing right by yourself is the difference between selfish and self-centered. Like self-centered is fine. Like put your mask on first, mm. look out for yourself. Selfish is at the expense of other people, which is why it's bad. Right. I think it's all about. The, the best trait, I think, is being self-aware. Like, self-aware, knowing what you should do, knowing what's right for you, and I think that's where true happiness comes from. Just, like, wow, making nice. the... Yeah. 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 I'm a philosopher. Do I get the, the check, the million dollars? She's good, she's good. No, she's good. Well, what you do get... He's so mad. He's like, I know. What you do get is a weight. 
I mean, you, you can fill it with beer, but, you know. Or just hey. beer. Or tequila. tequila. It's this big. <laughs> He's like, bigger than mine. No, I'm kidding. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank the Academy. No. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Um, you want to close it up? That was the closing, bro. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. We enjoy it. And next time you're in the improv, we all go in there. Yay! When you hit lighting. I don't. I have shows tonight. Or else I would get... What's the best time? Okay. Thank you. No, I'll... It will not be good. It will not be good. Thank you very much. I have a show on Wednesday on the beach. It's free. And obviously, I would hook you guys up anyway. It's at Time Out Market on the beach. It's like Time Out Market. Time out. Time out. Hey, time out. I have a song called Time Out. <laughs> oh, really? oh, nice. Okay, you look like you're in Time Out. <laughs> like, he stays in Time Out. Fuck. Thank you very much. This was Be a Fresh Friday. Thank you very much, Brittany. Everybody here, we love you. And hey. please support. Support. <laughs> I did it. Be better with beer in here. I did it. She's a rock. I did it.